Welcome to the Healthy Hair Podcast. Your host, Dr. Amy Brenner, is a board-certified OBGYN with additional certifications in functional and integrative medicine. This podcast is meant to help women find reliable, relevant information to help them feel better, look better, and live better. Here, you will hear in-depth information about hormones, sexual medicine, aesthetics, cosmetic gynecology, and functional medicine. Hey guys, girls, everyone. Thanks for joining us again today. And today we are actually doing a deeper dive. Uh, This is uh, part two of our supplements fact or fad. We have Dawn Johnson back here today. If you listen to our prior episode, we talked about how to choose a quality supplement and, you know, why you should get them from a reputable source versus just going to the grocery store or drugstore. But today we have Dawn back and uh, we're going to talk about what supplements we think everybody should take and a little bit of why. So thanks for coming back, Dawn. Thanks for having me. So you were just telling me before we went on air that uh, even your nine-year-old son thought that part one was a big hit. He really did. I asked him, I said, are you just saying that? because it's dad, and he goes, no, and he gave me three bullet points, including the patient who overdosed themselves on DHEA and had the abnormal hair growth. So I was like, wow, that was a really good episode. Yeah, he's probably like, don't do that, you'll grow a beard. And he also remembered uh, in New Jersey where they were putting stuff in the supplements, as he said, stuff that shouldn't have been there. So and he's only nine. He's only nine. And he listened to the whole thing. He listened to the whole thing, probably got out of going to bed earlier, but we we went with it. (laughs) That's funny. I just uh, uh, did an episode with one of my friends from uh, residency, and she was telling her kids, and they're like, oh, Mom, you're like a celebrity. You're going to be on a podcast. So Get a microphone and a computer. It's a, you can talk to the world these days. I know. So it, it's pretty cool that our kids kids think that we're celebrities just by doing He's it. He's nine. Four years, he won't think I'm cool yeah, anymore. I know, right? Okay, so let's get into it. So, you know, in our practice, when somebody comes to us um, – like for our annual exam or just really almost everybody, we have a little handout of here's the things we should, we recommend everybody should take and why. But before I give you kind of my answer, what do you think are, from your standpoint, what do you think are the things everybody should should be taking? So that's a good question. And I certainly don't want to overwhelm anyone who's listening. I mean, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of good supplements and vitamins and minerals, but I'm going to key on five and if five is too many, take four. And if four is too many, take three. Take something. I think the part of this is being compliant and being realistic. Some people will take five and no problem, but maybe four is like their limit. They don't like taking a lot of capsules. I totally get it. So as you're listening out there, this is certainly not um, legalistic and that you have to take all of these things. But in just in general health, the five things that I recommend is... Well, look, before you answer the question, let me just interrupt one time, is I have a friend from high school that like periodically likes to argue with me, and he will say, well, do you even think you need to take anything? Don't you just make expensive urine and pee it all out? You know, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. Why don't you just eat healthy and you'll get all your nutrients from a diet? So I guess the first question is, is why do we even need to take supplements to begin with? Sure. And I think we probably covered some of this in our first episode. Uh, but we were, we were talking in the first episode about the quality of soil from 100 years ago to now. Farmers would let the field rest every seven years. 
we know that the soil in America is vastly overworked. It's overplowed. It's overharvested. And so the deficiencies in the human diet based upon food intake is because of such the soil just can't keep producing at the amounts that we are requiring it to. So that's just in general. And, and also why supplement, right? Again, I throw this out. Vitamin D levels. 80% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. So we should supplement in vitamin D. So I think even our friends across the aisle who may be opposed to supplements and you know, a wide, a wide range can certainly agree that vitamin D is important. And over the last two years, I think that's been pretty uh, studied very well. What do you think about this? This is like a fifth grade science analogy of you could tell the quality of the soils changed just by the taste of your fruits and vegetables. So like, I tried gardening, it didn't go so well, um, but my mom is an amazing gardener. So when I go to her house in the summer and she picks stuff from her garden, it's just night and day difference how it tastes versus what I get at the grocery store. Or I just went on this amazing vacation for our 20th anniversary. We went to this resort that's a farm to table and a self-sustaining resort. So all of the food was just grown and made on site. And I just wanted to eat vegetables. Like the vegetables just tasted like nothing I've ever, it's not what I eat every day. Mm-hmm. So just from that alone, like there's no science behind that. It's just kind of common sense of it tastes different. It tastes different, clearly. Also, who's the most popular quarterback of all times? Tom Brady, right? All these Super Bowls. Well, I don't know. Is it Joe Burrow now? Well, we hope it's Joe Burrow for the next 20 years. <laughs> But, you know, Tom Brady, the standard, all the Super Bowl championships, he's like 44, 45 years old. He's in immaculate shape. They harvest their own fruits and vegetables on their property. Now, obviously not pineapple and things of that nature, but I guarantee you the fruits and vegetables he's eating is a lot different than we're buying at Kroger. Yes. Okay. Moving on. All right. So what should we take? So a multivitamin, again, for the reasons we just discussed, fish oil, when you look at the omega-6, omega-3 ratio of most patients is out of range. We have a very low omega-3 diet in general as Americans and eating processed foods. Um, vitamin D. I would... So back to fish oil. What if someone's like, well, I'm allergic to fish or I take krill oil or I don't know what other oils sure. out there that I... The vast majority of the research yeah. is what we look at. And so the particular fish oil that you carry, we use very small fish, sardines, mackerel, and anchovies. Uh, from a toxicity standpoint, those have the you know, lowest amount of metals. We test, we, we go through purifications for metals, et cetera. Uh, but that's why we're doing fish oil. If you look at the way we manufacture food post-depression change significantly, we want to make things more shelf-stable. So in order to make a more shelf-stable food, it's higher omega-6s versus omega-3. So that's why we say fish oil. It's Fish oil has been tied to benefits of cardiovascular health, um, mental health, even from inflammation, joint pain, et cetera, is why we use fish oil. The other supplement, uh, the other two, one would be probiotics. Um, a lot of just common GI issues that patients have can be remedied by a simple probiotic. And the reason why I say probiotic, there's a thing called dysbiosis. Dysbiosis sounds like a fancy word. Dysbiosis just means this, when the bacteria in your gut becomes imbalanced, meaning there's more good than bad bacteria, you start getting the mild bloating, maybe irregular bowel movements, minor constipation, etc. cetera. Um, a good everyday probiotic that's uh, been formulated to be broad spectrum can really take care of that. Well, what if somebody says, well, I just eat a lot of yogurt and it says it has probiotics. 
I, I usually tell them like, okay, I think, you know, there might be some in there, but it's kind of just like a pixie dust sprinkling. I think one of the main brands I see out there, I, I forget the name, it's like a million CFUs. I mean, it's better than- Is it Activia? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, but it's- a million's better than zero, but in a professional brand like what you carry, we have 23 billion. That's a significantly larger yeah. number. 23 Very much billion? Billion versus, versus one million. million. And then if you look at the sugar in your yogurt, in order to get that up to say, okay, we get it to a billion, that's a lot of sugar. And then do we want to be eating that much dairy? Probably not. The other uh, supplement would be vitamin D. And I would also include K2 along with the vitamin D, uh, in which you carry here as well. Vitamin D, we've mentioned this a few times. 80% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. I have to, I don't know if I agree with that stat of 80%. That means 20% of my patients are coming in and have an optimal vitamin D level. I, I just don't see it. I would say it's 100%. Like if you're not taking vitamin D, you're, you don't have an optimal level, or at least I'm not seeing it here in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I think we're going to get into this later in the in the podcast. But when we look at if you could only choose, you know, two or three supplements to take, if you if there's only one supplement you could take, it's probably vitamin D because of what you just yeah. mentioned, and it ties into immune health, mental health. Yeah, even even there's data already published about people doing better when they get COVID or if they get COVID of hospitalization rates, ICU stays. Yep. And I'm sure some people are saying, well, that's debated. You know, science and general studies, every study is debated. And that's why we do more and more studies. And that's why we have healthy debates in science. So it's not saying this is, you know, what you're saying or what you're believing yeah. disclaimer, is wrong. Disclaimer, yeah. vitamin D does not treat COVID. <laughs> Correct. But what we're saying is there's a lot of research in vitamin D and just foundationally from an immune support standpoint, it's a very inexpensive, something I think every American could afford. It's like four bucks a month for just vitamin D. And that's a good, great a very good quality grade vitamin D. So, so far with, I heard similar things of like, you listed a slew of things that fish oil can help support and as pretty much every organ system that vitamin D could support. Correct. There's some, the, we call it synergy where we start putting things together and we see greater efficacy. And so, you know, these four or five supplements that I just mentioned, we put those together. There are certainly things we could add to this list. You probably check CoQ10 levels in your practice. That's certainly very important. Uh, something that as we age, we become deficient in. So if, you know, CoQ10, sure, definitely. But again, looking at what someone's going to take, um, if you're listening to this at home, you know, just look at your medicine cabinet. What are you taking are you taking enough? Find a qualified practitioner who knows nutrition, who will do some good lab testing for you and, and making sure you get a good quality supplement. But as far as vitamin D, again, including that K2 component, um, K2 and K D3 work together in synergy because K2 helps activate something that's called osteocalcin. And all osteocalcin is, is it helps shuttle calcium inside your bones and out of your bloodstreams. So when we put K2 and D3 together, we see more uh, better results in bone density tests. And also, if we're getting calcium inside of our bones, where is that not going? It's not going to our arteries. So again, from a cardiovascular benefit, you get that benefit. Certainly, you want to check with your physician uh, before you put K2 in a supplement if you're on a warfarin and things of that nature. So as a disclaimer, always consult with your physician. But there's a lot of research on vitamin K2 and its benefits.
Yeah. You mentioned calcium. A lot of people think that, you know, I need to drink a couple glasses of milk for calcium or, you know, now I'm menopausal. I need to protect my bones. I need to take calcium. So why is why isn't that on our top five list for people to take? So when you look at general wellness and general health, we would not put calcium right at the top. But if you asked about bone health, I would put it in my top five specifically for bone health for that condition. But before calcium, we look at things like K2, D3, magnesium. Those sound familiar, right? We just kind of talked about those. Calcium is certainly important, but it's not the only tool when you're looking at bone health. If you want a good read at home regarding calcium, there's two really good books that have been written called The Calcium Lie, and the other is Death by Calcium. Mm-hmm. Just a different perspective on calcium. and just the That view there might point. be some risks associated with taking calcium. Sure, you could actually potentially be taking too much calcium. So again... Getting with a good physician who understands nutrition, how to dose things um, based upon reliable research, uh, and it's such a, but that's why uh, the conversation on calcium is the way it is. So do you think people are going to feel better if they start taking our top five supplements? I will say from personal experience I have, uh, I work with hundreds of practitioners in Southwest Ohio. If patients were taking things and they weren't feeling better, would they keep buying something, right? If you're taking something for cholesterol that you have on, on hand, if you lower your cholesterol stores, you're not gonna really typically feel a difference. No. Your labs look better and they're certainly very important. If you take a good quality supplement, such as a good fish oil, and you start decreasing inflammation in your body, hey, you have less joint pain. Maybe you have more focus, maybe a little less depression. Uh, with magnesium, you know, if you have muscle spasms, something very easy to treat muscle spasms is magnesium. So typically we do see, occasionally you're gonna have patients who take things and they you know, they don't notice a difference. The majority of patients I work with, they do. And I've just had the opportunity to hear some really good stories over the last several years doing um, this type of work where you know, people's lives are dramatically changed to where they couldn't play tennis and now they're playing tennis twice a week by taking just a few supplements. Yeah, I I think it varies. Um, You know, when I add a a supplement, I'm probably not gonna really feel it. Um, But on on the flip side, I do have a lot of patients that, you know, maybe their starting point into health is, okay, I would, I need to really do a 180 in my health of I need to turn my diet around, I need to start exercising. They get some blood work checked, we start some supplements and and sometimes people do feel, oh, I do feel better. Like I'm sleeping better. Magnesium can also help with some sleep. Um, I don't have the GI issues, which are so common these days. Um, I do feel a little bit uh, better energy. So it's just kind of variable of maybe what somebody's status was before. And it just depends, but I don't feel it on everybody. It's not something I say, okay, this is what you're going to feel. Um, but sometimes I do. That's been my experience. What do you think about vitamin D is, well, I go in the sun and I'm, you know, pretty much tan year round and I go to care the Caribbean in the winter. Then I'm at my pool all the time in the summer. Well, what's interesting is when they look at research and the vitamin D levels of Americans, it doesn't change much from people who are in Texas and Florida to those who are in Wisconsin and New York and Massachusetts. Yeah. And that's been my experience, too. Like I said, I think the vitamin D deficiency rate um, is close to 100%. So one last topic, and I'll I'll let you go, um, is, you know, 
there's a difference between normal levels of things and optimal levels. So when we're looking at blood tests. So a lot of these things we can't really test, but some of them, like vitamin D specifically, um, we actually can test your vitamin D level. We can test it and then we can be very specific in the way we dose it. For some patients, maybe three or 4,000 or 5,000 does the trick and they get within range. But you've probably seen patients at times where you have to dose up and they need more than 5,000 IU versus just having a cookie cutter approach where everyone gets 1,000 or 2,000 IU that we see with some practices where they just, it's the same amount for everyone. And I think that's one of the benefits of integrative medicine is that we're customizing your health. Your protocol of therapy is to what you need and what your body's saying versus just a wide range of everyone gets the same thing. Well, thanks so much for coming again. We really appreciate it. If you haven't checked out part one, I encourage you to go back and find our prior episode with uh, Don Johnson, where we talked about uh, how to pick a quality supplement. So again, just to summarize, what's the top five that we think everybody should take? Multivitamin, fish oil, probiotic, D3K2, and magnesium. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Hair. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the web. Go to www.dramybrenner.com to learn more. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute as medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing, or other healthcare services. No patient-physician relationship is formed. The information in the podcast and any references, material, or links are at the sole discretion of the listener and not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Listeners should not delay or disregard obtaining medical advice for any medical issues or diagnoses that they may have and should seek medical advice from their healthcare provider for any such conditions.